This is Nikki Rapp, the voice of Lily from Telltale's The Walking Dead. And you're listening to Entertainment Talks, The Walking Dead UK podcast. Welcome to the Walking Dead UK podcast. It's Entertainment Talks podcast for the Walking Dead on AMC and Star on Disney Plus. I'm your host Matthew. Joining me today, my co-host is David. How's it going? I'm doing well, thanks. Good. Uh, we're back. We did a preview last week. For those of you that might have missed it, it's well, it's still out there, so you can still go and listen to that. Uh, so our sort of thoughts and predictions and things like that for the season. Uh, but we have an actual episode to cover, so we're covering. Um, well, we have episode 17 today, so the series will end on episode 24, so we have 7 left. But season 11, episode 17, we'll start with this one, uh, Lockdown. We remember those, don't we? Um, <laughs> uh, David, what do you think of this return episode? Uh, I, on the whole, I enjoyed it. I, I thought it had a, a nice amount of action, just sort of jumped straight in where we left off from the previous um, episode. Um, you've got you know a lot of action going on you've got you know one group sort of trying to flee the almost the most sort of comic book evil uh, you know mustache twirling lads at this point um <clears throat> so you know I, I that was that's all kind of fun you've got negan now inside the commonwealth which i you know back with carol which is he's always a fun thing to watch so that's been really good you've got um you know you you can feel it ramping up towards the end it's it's definitely heading that direction um i i i do wonder where the last few episodes are going because given where this episode sort of ended uh, are they are they gonna yeah i i i wonder where this you know because if they if they wrap the land stuff up fairly quickly where's the rest of it going for the next seven episodes so i i don't know mm. um uh, that's sort of interesting i mean it wasn't perfect there were bits and pieces which i'm sure we'll come across in the recap which yeah quirky uh, yeah, you, dead parts yeah 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 you're <laughs> like well why didn't that person get away yeah that sort of thing yeah. Uh, overall, though, I thought solid amount of action, good moving the story forward. Yeah, generally, um, pretty decent episode, I thought. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this was one of those sort of above middle sort of good episodes. Like The Walking Dead can be better than this, but it can also be a lot worse than this. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, you, you appreciate these, these sorts of episodes, especially when you're, what, 100 and I don't even know what the count is now. Uh, you're 11 seasons in, um, you know, uh, quality is uh, an interesting thing. So, no, I, th- I thought it was a good episode. I, I enjoyed it. Um, it was quite quick, actually, I, I thought. Like, that, that 45 minutes went quite quick. Yeah. Which is, uh, which is a good thing. Um, yeah, I thought a lot of the parts you mentioned, I agree, I thought they were really good. Um, for me, um, in terms of, like, lining up with the comic book stuff, I basically got, like, a... 
I think like a quarter of the last book left. So what I might do, because I was thinking about sort of... Um, I already said I wasn't really going to read much of it over the summer because like the show wasn't on and that sort of thing. I might just read the rest of it and then see how these seven episodes play out. Um, instead of me trying to line it up like piece by piece and then read, you know, the end of the book right before the last episode. Um, yeah. I don't think it'll make much of a difference if I just read the rest of it anyway because we've only got seven episodes left. Um, well, but if I if I sort of read the rest of it and then I have that in my mind for the last seven episodes and just see how it plays out. I think that might be a, an interesting way to do it. Yeah, Angela Kang was actually saying in an interview um, earlier this week or last week that the ending of this will not line up with the ending of the book anyway. So, I mean, understandably, because you've got a whole bunch of different characters in there. Uh-huh. So, yeah. you know, um, it, it is going to go in a different direction. And plus, they need to be able to... I mean, I don't know how the book ends, but they're, they're going to need to be able to set this up for other things as well so yeah. clearly it's never going to end the same way the book book does which I mean, that's fine i mean they they are it's inspired by the book but they very much become two separate universes at this point so mm-hmm. yeah it's been mixed and mashed all over the all over the place there's there's still that like, the general through line it just happens in a different in a different way so um but yeah see how what the differences are and that type of stuff because one thing i want to do in our series wrap up obviously that's jumping ahead a bit um, is do like a comparison of of them and see where where things land up. As you said, and as other people have kind of said as well, um, they gotta like set these spin up, uh, set off, um, set up these spin offs, um, which is interesting because usually if you have that with a show, you have what's called a backdoor pilot. And given that there's three spin offs and we have seven episodes left, um, be interesting to see how they do that because you you are on a bit of a time um, deadline sort of thing like you can't just be sort of like you know sitting around doing whatever but um we'll see but uh no i enjoyed a lot of the stuff that you mentioned yeah there's a few like quirky weird sort of moments the one thing i am a little bit i, I either forgot or you know because it's been a few months there's been loads of shows and whatever that's come out um why the why that man and woman were chasing jerry and the and the kids i was really trying to figure out unless that's a new thing and i'm just forgetting that like that was the only part of the episode that I was confused about, because um, I know obviously there's like a rebellion and things going on and whatever. But um, I, I was I was trying to sit there and think like, have, have we had this explained? Have we not? Um, what did you think of? Do you know what I'm, ta- um, what I'm talking about? Yeah, I I thought they were going, they're Lance's people going after the kids to as as leverage against the. Um, the the sort of you know, rebel group that are uh-huh. that that Lance is out chasing, um, you know Daryl and the rest of them. Mm-hmm. So, and my understanding of that was the, the the those two people that were going after the kids were going after the kids as, as a way of getting leverage for um uh, to 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 get the group that are causing problems outside to turn themselves in. Um, you know, so so Lance can get them. I I think that's all it was. Hmm. Okay, okay. Uh, but yeah, we'll see how that plays out and everything else. Um, I think that's it for the pre-talk. We've got a recap to get to as well, and some housekeeping. So we will do the housekeeping now and see for the recap after that. See you in a minute. Today's sponsor is Manscaped. You can get 20% off with your order with Manscaped by using the promo code that we've got with them, which is ETALKUK. That's E-T-A-L-K. 
UK to get 20% off your order and free shipping with Manscaped. They sell various different men's grooming products from shavers, razors, ear and nose head trimmers, different clothes and deodorants. You don't even need to Google Manscaped themselves. You can click on the link in your show notes whether you're on a podcast player or the website uh, version of the episode. And you can go and click on that link in the show notes. That's also got the promo code written in the show notes as well. So you can either copy and paste the promo code ETALKUK, E-T-A-L-K-U-K. You can either copy and paste that into your show notes or type it in in the promo code box and click apply that will get you 20% off your order with manscaped and free shipping first hand quality professional with manscaped from their packaging to the items themselves even the way the items are stored in the packaging is very very first class very professional so no questions about manscaped's quality thanks very much to manscaped for sponsoring entertainment talks podcast and thank you very much for listening Hi there, if you're looking to get started with a website of your own and a domain name, we've got good news for you. With our affiliate link with Kualu, you can click on that link which is in your show notes, which is for our affiliate link. You can go over to Kualu to get started with your website and domain name today. They've also got a very handy chat support system, which is usually in the bottom right hand corner, to send messages back and forth to Kualu if you'd like to ask them for help to get started with your domain name and website today. So that's Kualu, and you can use them to get started with your website and domain name today. Thank you very much to Kualu for this affiliate link. Hi there, if you'd like to get rid of the ads in Entertainment Talks podcasts and listen to the ad-free versions of our episodes, we've got good news for you there as well. You can subscribe to Entertainment Talk at either the $5 level tier or $10 level tier. The $5 level tier will get you access to all of Entertainment Talk's previous ad-free podcasts and the future ad-free podcasts that we make in the month that you're subscribed for. If you also subscribe to us at the $10 level tier, that will get you that benefit that I've just mentioned, and it'll also grant you access to request a review for two episodes of a TV show and a general discussion on that show, or a film review of your choice. So if if there's a TV show out there or a film that we've not covered perhaps and you'd like our opinion on it, we can watch two episodes of that TV show or film review. So it's one of either of those per month. Of course, if you continue subscribing each month, you can pick a TV show, then a film the next month and so on and so forth. This is a great way to support Entertainment Talk, get your ad-free podcasts and also get some reviews of your choice. Thank you very much for supporting us and thank you for listening. Back to the show. Alright, recently on Entertainment Talk, uh, another film preview podcast this week. Uh, we got a new trailer for Black Panther Wakanda Forever, so I thought, hey, that's what I was waiting to get, is another trailer, so I had to have a fresh set of talking points. Um, and it's not too long now between now and the release of Black Panther, so I decided to do a preview. How will the Black Panther mantle be handled? The other returning characters, Ironheart, is going to be in this film as well. I'm excited to see her and how that all plays out. So lots and lots of different discussion points. Um, I also know nothing about Namor, so I was, you know, talking about all that sort of stuff. So, lots and lots of good talking points, how it will affect, you know, the MCU and all that good stuff. So, uh, check out my preview for that. Uh, and again, I don't know anything about what, you know, the public doesn't know, because I know the same amount. So, that's my preview for that. Uh, gaming talk this week, we talked about Google Stadia is actually shutting down. I think it's January 18th, they said. Uh, they are funding all purchases, which is, well, I don't know if it's... It's a lot or not because it wasn't a successful thing. But um, it's another thing to add to the Google graveyard if you want to sort of call it that. So um, we discussed that and sort of game 
streaming not via twitch but when you do cloud streaming and things like that with games which was the idea with stadia uh so we talked all about that um we had an update from infinity ward regarding the beta and the feedback for call of duty modern warfare 2 and there's also some news uh released about some new maps one called shoot house 2 which i tried to figure out what shoot house, shoot house 2 would be um so we, we talked all about that and we talked about um some new news as well as well about PlayStation Stars, which is these little collectibles. They're not NFTs. They're very strictly not NFTs, uh, which is good. So we talked all about that and our impressions of some games we've been playing as well. So check out this week's Gaming Talk episode. Over on the United cast, quite a dramatic Manchester derby. It was 6-3 to Manchester City. Um, they did go, I think it was 6-1 up and then they sort of stopped playing and we scored two goals. So that is what it is. Um, but... Uh, Still lots of goals, still an entertaining game, but an unfortunate game as well. Um, Erling Haaland now has 14 goals in 8 games because he's not a human being. Uh, so that's interesting. The record, by the way, for a season I looked up is 31. So just, just for a bit of um, bit of uh, numbers thing, uh, there's 38 games in a single Premier League season. The record for a single season for a highest score, I think there's 3 different players that share it, is 31. Uh, Man City at the moment have played 8 games, Haaland's got 14 goals, the record is 31, and there's 38 games. So he's still got 30 games to score goals, and he's almost halfway to, towards breaking the record. So uh, that's it's, it's, it's a fascinating football thing to, to see happen, to see how many goals this guy's going to get. So yeah, uh, pretty incredible on that stuff. Uh, over on the chat podcast this month... Um, for the September 2022 edition, I of course talked about how well the month went, which was very, very good. I uh, talked about the Queen and the Royals and obviously, you know, the big news in the last couple of weeks. I'm sure none of you missed it because it was everywhere. Uh, so talked all about all of that. I talked about also podcast planning and mentality. So a bit, a bit of a thought process behind making certain episodes, not all of them, but sort of, you know, that type of stuff and talking about technical things to do with making drafts and sometimes they don't save and things like that so all sorts of different things with the chat podcast this month uh, i finished the sixth season of working mums which i believe is the penultimate season it's called is, is for season six uh, gave that a, a normal must-see rating still gave it a 10 out of 10 still an amazing season of tv uh, and it will be back i believe it finishes with season seven next year so i'm looking forward to seeing how that wraps up and that is spoiler free spoiler split um one thing which is also spoiler free and spoiler split is the longest review i've ever done which finished at two hours and ten minutes because i had a part I somehow missed and I updated the episode. That's for The Last of Us Part 1. Obviously when it comes to The Last of Us I've got a thing or two to say. When it comes to different releases and trailers and whatnot. Uh, so over on the World of The Last of Us podcast I did my Last of Us Part 1 review. There is a spoiler free section because I thought hey I'll just split up the gameplay discussion. New mechanics and haptic feedback and all that type of stuff. And then talk very very deeply about the, st the story and the characters and themes and symbolism and all that type of stuff so it's a very very long review um if you've listened to it already but you didn't see the new part the new part that i put in is about an hour and eight minutes so skip to around about that part so yeah very very long review but really really enjoyed recording that one so that one was good as we mentioned earlier walking dead final season episode uh final episodes preview that we did last week uh, another last of us episode we did this week uh or last week sorry which was for discussing the new trailer so i talked about 40 minutes on a one minute and a half uh, trailer. Because again I always have so many things to say. Um, so checked out all of that. What did you think of the trailer David? Uh, tra trailer looked good. I mean it's been a while since I played The Last of Us. But the mm -hmm. 
the trailer for the team looks like it was going to be a really solid series. So good, good uh, to see. Yeah, nice. Um, so yeah, that's obviously coming to HBO normal if you call it that, and Sky next year. Uh, over on some other reviews, I did a beta review. Uh, the two weekends of the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 beta finished, and I still had more things to say, so that is where I put those thoughts into. Uh, so you can check that one out. Um, and that is pretty much everything we've been doing recently on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms. Let's get to the recap. Um, with Sunday's AMC premiere of the first of the last eight episodes of The Walking Dead, we started to get hints of how the series' fast-approaching finale might uh, disperse our protagonists, several of them, into spin-offs. Um, so, again, three pairs, well, one was a pair, but now it's just Daryl, so three three shows still. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, it's going to be interesting, especially with Carol, to see like what happens to her now. Mm-hmm. I, suppose. I, don't, I don't think she'll die, but where is she going to go and what she's going to do so uh there was a lot of talk about being ready to run from the commonwealth and ensuring that if we do at the same time there would exist a clear path out but we still have miles to go or at least yards before anyone actually you know went so rather than getting ahead of ourselves let's take a pause for a moment and review the key developments in lockdown picking up uh where the season uh b11 finale left off Refresh your memory with our recap. Uh, so obviously I got it from there. Uh, the hour began. Uh, this is just talking about the sort of action set piece. I thought I'd put that as its first part. The hour began with Negan being volunteered by Daryl to infiltrate the Commonwealth in order to protect our heroes, loved ones um, there from Lance and his minions. So there's a bit of a set piece at the start, an action set piece, where um, Daryl is shooting back and forth at the stormtroopers, the, the Walking Dead stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lance is there. Um, I actually forgot what his name was for some reason, but it's Lance, so I'm reminded yes. of that. Uh, again, show's been off for how many months, so, you know. But, um, yeah, he was doing that, and then they play a little trick. I like the trick as well. Um, uh, you can see on, on Lance's face, he's like, I've got him. I've got Daryl. Like, I'm just going to go up to this van, and, like, I've I've got him. Um, but then there was a couple of, like, car stunt sort of things that were quite cool. Um, and then Negan... Uh, initially gets himself caught. We see um, that later as well. But um, yeah, good, good start. Good sort of energetic. Sometimes it is good to start a return episode like this, whether it's a mid-season pickup or third mid-season pickup or whatever episode. When your show is coming back, sometimes it's good to kind of, I don't know, get the blood flowing kind of thing. Get 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 your audience sort of. I mean, sometimes it's okay to come back and just do you know dialogue scenes, but. Uh, coming back with an action scene sometimes uh, a good idea. So I thought this was a, an entertaining return. I thought this was an entertaining start. Uh, what do you think of the sort of car stunt thing at the start? Well, yeah, I mean, it's something that we don't really see very much in The Walking mm-hmm. Dead is car chases because cars aren't really that much of a thing in this world. Serious, yeah. Yeah, you know, <laughs> uh, exactly. Um, so, yeah, that, that, that was... So. That was kind of a nice, interesting um, thing to, you know, you, you, an actual car chase through walkers. And we got, you know, a, a fairly nice action sequence out of that. Plus, I, I mean, like you say, you got sort of lads, you know, Daryl shooting and then, you know, lads kind of, as I say, he's, he's turned into a very moustache twirly kind of, you know, evil villain character at this point. But, you know, that's fine. It's it's a bit of a caricature, but it, it works. So, 
Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed all of that. I thought that was uh, nicely put together, and um, it was a good, solid, nice action way to start the episode. Mm-hmm, definitely. One thing I like, I suppose, um, we haven't had a lot of sort of pairs of villains. The, the, the only recent one I can think of is obviously is Alpha and Beta, who had similar things going on, which is that they walked around slowly with masks on and guided the hordes of walkers. Because um, we had like lots of individual villains so you had like Negan obviously you had the governor um and like a few other ones as well um but you've kind you've sort of got well kind of a pair with with Lance and with um with Pamela but Pamela's so different to him um mm-hmm. as well I think so you get to see cause it, it seems because they've sort of changed since we first met them which is a, which is a good thing um where they were a bit more together and they were a bit more like you know managing things together but now it's sort of Lance has turned into the one that's on the hunt for you know our our characters and Pamela's sort of the the more political negotiating side of things um and I think I think this show strikes some interesting differences there um kind of breaks up the scenes nicely as well because you get sort of the less action like negotiation political type stuff and then you get sort of the action stuff here so it's good it's good, but I, I like both characters anyway, so it's, it's always good to see them on screen. Um, besides all the actual plot movement, lockdown also slowed down to give us a few capital M moments during an opening voiceover by Judith. Um, we got a flashback to days gone by. No, you didn't accidentally start the first episode. Um, so, yeah, because that was like uh, a, a piece from the pilot, uh, including glimpses of Rick, Shane, the Governor, Alpha, Bardley, not Glenn, Laurie, uh, Beth Tyree, so many characters that would have made sense for us to see alone um, with yeah and it gets on to the next bit um, yeah it's kind of it's I like sort of not in a sort of oh the, the old days were good and like you know take me back to the old days kind of thing but it's good to come and kind of reminisce every now and again when we get little sort of flashback moments and whatever because um, we don't uh, I don't know we, we don't get the characters really talking a lot about um, I mean you get Maybe maybe Cole gets brought up now and again, but I mean, you're thinking like Shane Laurie is talking about you know season two and three. That was mm-hmm. literally nearly ten years ago. Um, so it's it's good to go back and see, get reminded of like the the, the old times and stuff. So um, and I I kind of expected a little bit of that somewhere in this final season, just because it's sort of yeah. you know go, going back to the old days and sort of you know remembering stuff um what do you think of the little uh well, it's not really a flashback but the you know the uh montage played out here yeah well i mean we kind of already seen if you've watched the trailer for this last part they used that in the trailer mm-hmm. so i was like are they playing the trailer again what's the yeah so um <laughs> yeah that this is uh that that kind of threw me a little bit but yeah, I, I mean, I, I think it made sense with the characters that they showed up. I mean, you know, Rick, Shane, the governor, Alpha. Um, if you look at it from the point of view that it's Judith talking about it, those are the people that she's going to be talking about. You know, Rick, who and Rick, who was her dad. Um, Shane, who is actually her dad. Um, and she's going to have heard, I mean, she knew about Alpha, obviously, but she's going to have heard stories of the governor and and that sort of thing. Um, so I, I think it sort of made sense from the point of view of Judith. That's what she's talking about. Uh, in, in that. And it's nice to see little kind of nods to those characters popping up. 
mm-hmm. in that little flashback as well. Yeah, yeah. So it's good. Um, alone with Daryl, Maggie acknowledged that how hard it must have been for him to kill Leah. Um, he didn't uh, need an apology though. Glenn would have wanted me to look after you. He said, "Sparks are flying." Uh, Magna shot down Yumiko's notion of staying behind with Tommy, even if everybody else ran. Uh, if the time comes, Magna said, "Then we're all going." And when Negan revealed to Carol that he ha- he and Annie had married and were expecting, uh, and he was worried about uh, his wife out there, Carol sweetly assured him it's going to be okay. Um, again, the question arises: like th- this relationship's obviously gotten more serious, um, and unless because sure we we I mean okay, Walking Dead, Dead City, whatever it's yeah silly name um because <laughs> it's got dead twice it's like the high school musical you don't need to put musical in there like three times yes um, but anyway name aside we know at least it that's going to be maggie and negan we still don't know how or why that's going to be the case because okay sure they're going to be in the vicinity of each other in the same group but that takes place in a totally different location and why do they decide to go off together I suppose that you could make an argument, okay, that doesn't mean that um, Negan's wife is or isn't with him, because it could include her, we just know at the moment it's Maggie and and Negan, Um, but, you know, that doesn't mean his wife, because I I suppose the assumption we could make, and it's a fair assumption, is, oh, his wife dies at some point, you know, in his next episodes, um, and that makes him decide to leave but um the, the reason i'm bringing that up again because you know they talk about um you know her expecting and um uh, getting married and stuff so it's this isn't sort of like she's some red shirt that's just temporarily with negan you know um mm-hmm. she's, well she's not a red shirt she's got a name as annie um and they're talking about it more so it, it this doesn't seem like oh next episode she's just gonna get randomly killed um, and then, I mean, I don't know, that could happen. She could be dead next episode. We, we have no idea. Um, where, where do you think they're going with, because we'll talk about the um, Daryl and Maggie stuff in a minute, but where do you think they're going with sort of, okay, we know that show is Maggie and, and Negan, but we don't know, okay, is Annie there? Is other character like, where's Herschel going to go? We've still got, obviously, other kids in the in the situation. Um, what do you, how do you think they might go? Well, I mean, it's it almost it almost kind of feels like there are two ways of of looking at it with Annie. It either you're right, she could be off with Negan. Um, that that may be the case. Um, but equally, there is a certain amount of the old sort of World War Two, um, like movies. Whenever you got, if you ever watched an old World War Two movie, and like there's a or there's a guy that he's like heading off to the front lines and he's got a picture of his girl and he's like, when I come back, I'm going to marry her. And you know, all that sort of stuff. Right. And you're like, well, that guy's going to die while he's out there, you know, because <laughs> there's no way that's going to, and there's, there's sort of the references to Annie of like, you know, Negan's happy. He's married. His wife's pregnant. There is a certain amount of like, makes you want to go, yeah that that's sounding like they're gonna rip that away from him at some point um so i think that that's it doesn't really tell you anything one way or another i mean it 
it's distinctly possible that that's the setup they're going for. They're building that character a little bit so they can take her away and, you know, that will invite Negan to, to leave possibly. That could be the way that they're going with it. But like you say, it's equally possible that, you know, she is in that series in some way. And um, I mean, we, we don't know enough about the um, dead city series to know whether that's a sort of one-off thing where it's going to be six episodes or something and then done and it's them going off on a specific mission to get something which is possible Mm. um so it's very hard to tell anything from that at the moment yeah um are are all these spin-offs supposed to be six episodes and are they all supposed to be next year um i they vary i think think uh i think the rick michonne one was uh, was that six episodes or was that a little bit longer i think i think yeah yeah um so i yeah i'm not sure i think dead city was next year um i'm not sure with some of the others Mm -hmm. so we've probably got what another season of tales um and then what another season of fear probably yeah, another season of Tales, another season of Fear, plus there'll be some of these as well. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. Um, yeah, th- this. Uh, I I had a bit of a sort of right. So there's a scene where Daryl is uh, talking with Maggie, and she's saying about that. Oh, it must have been hard for you to kill Leah. And w- once she said that, and I was like, okay, I thought we'd kind of gotten a little bit past that. Um, and at the point it bothered me and then sort of almost two minutes later we got well past it it wasn't brought up again and I I, I wasn't bothered but Mm -hmm. um, it's it's just a point I want to bring up about sort of I don't specifically expect Daryl to be sort of like devastated he had to kill Leah because with with, with how us as the audience looked at Leah even from the start it was like okay she's she's an okay character like you know, she probably will die at some point, and then obviously, it, what happened happened. Um, because the, the what's the most amount of emotion we've seen from Daryl? Probably when he had to kill Mel. Yes, probably. Um, which so what's it? What well, was that would have been in season four, I think. Mm-hmm. No, season three. Season three, I think. Something. Yeah, like that. that was a, that was part of the governor part, wasn't it? Um, yeah. I think as well. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, because he went up against the governor, and the, I think the governor shot him, but it wasn't in the head, and then he he turned up as a as a walker. Um, yeah, it, it it raises like a couple of questions again about Daryl sort of character development and stuff. Um, and I didn't expect him to turn around to Maggie and be teary eyed and be like, "Oh, I had to you know do this and that and whatever," because he's had to kill more important people to him. Um, I I wasn't sort of surprised or not that the show brought it up. I was just like, oh, okay, that was a. It was like a fleeting, interesting kind of kind of moment. What do you, what do you think that that got brought up again? Yeah, I mean, yeah. the yeah, I, I, fine. They they mentioned it. It was Maggie acknowledging something that you know might have been difficult for him, and he he sort of shrugs it off and. Uh, you know, comes out with Glenn would want me to look after you, which apparently was Norma Reedus's idea to mention Glenn in there. Um, the 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 actual mention of Glenn, um, mm-hmm. which but it makes which sense. Is good because Glenn means a lot more to us than what Leah did. 
So <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Mm. And also has you know a bit, uh, a bit of history with Maggie, just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but no, it, it it almost felt like if you look back on that scene a little bit, it almost sort of felt like okay, they're waiting for what was it the vehicles to pass or something, and let's stick a bit of dialogue in it before um yeah. Gabriel, before Gabriel and I think Aaron come around the corner, and that was what they chose to put in there. So yeah, um, I like this bit with uh, there's, so there's a bit of the protest thing going on with uh, it's Ezekiel, I think it's Yumiko, um, it was a couple of those characters. Uh, I think that was what was was put in here, um, and they're doing the protest thing about um, justice and that. So I thought that was pretty good as well. Um, what do you think of the little um, protest scene? Um, yeah, I mean, I think we're talking about the protest bit next, aren't we? But the, um, but yeah, I mean, the the protest stuff I thought was was kind of interesting. I believe that is in some of the comic books as well um the the protest stuff uh there was there was apparently i didn't spot this but there was apparently one little sort of error in there oh. which is uh you, you know remember there was there were two that um were buying ice creams and were sort of looking off disgusted at what the protesters were doing right um that little see that little bit of them Apparently, if you rewind that scene a little bit, you can actually see the same couple involved in the protest <laughs> earlier. Because <laughs> they're extras. They change you know? their mind. Yeah. Yeah. They're extras. And no, they, I didn't you know, that, so. no, I mean, I didn't notice that either. But apparently, yes, you can see one of the one of those extras is like there waving the sign around. And then the like literally right next couple of seconds later they're they're there buying ice creams and like looking disgusted at what's happening with the protesters so um mm. i i didn't spot that and i don't think many people would have done but yes i thought that was quite funny yeah a- a- amc skimping on the cost with extras disgusting yeah. yeah horrible, horrible well i mean in, in all in all fairness to them as well they were filming it in the middle of covid19 protocols as well so uh right. there's yeah. a lot of those um they, they duped quite if you look at some of those scenes they duped quite a lot of the protesters digitally because they couldn't have that many people in a right, crowd crowds, yeah. at the time so there we go um yes this next bit is about that but uh we'll continue anyway back in the commonwealth protesters demanded that sebastian be brought to justice a turn of events um that's uh that so chagrined Pamela that she initiated a lockdown, the name of the episode, and what we used to do as well, mm-hmm. um, uh, in very different circumstances, but still, uh, to um, protect everyone from the approaching swarm. Yeah, that's the ticket. Uh, at the same time, Negan persuaded Mercer to bend the rules um, and grant him a fast uh, pass through processing by dropping Daryl's name. Once inside the mega community and his husband... Um, was so Negan uh, was recruited by Carol to help uh, procure them and their friends a safe route back out by finding an MIA Sebastian uh, and handing him over to the to his mother, um, so Pamela. Um, so yeah, you got that. Uh, once the brat's cheek stops stinging from Pamela's slap, so this is once they bring him back. Um, he lied that he was uh, innocent. At that point, Carol suggests that she and the governor governor could help each other if sebastian really is innocent carol theorized someone must be responsible for all those people going missing because that's basically the issue here um was she about to throw lance under the bus 
to get him to stop terrorizing her pals. Um, and then we'll get into a bit with Mercer and Rosita in a minute. Um, yeah, again, the protest was interesting. Um, some parallels, obviously, to, well, we have lots of different protests in today's day and age for mm-hmm. different things. Um, and look, it, regardless of what sort of you're protesting for, um, as long as your protest is peaceful, that's the way that I look at it. As, you're, as long as you're not, you know, damaging things or hurting people or blocking traffic, because I've seen protests that, of people blocking traffic and stuff, because uh, people got places to go, places they need, they need to be. Um, especially I've seen, I think it was to do with the fuel thing. I can't remember exactly what it was. People were like sitting in the roads and stuff. I don't know if you've seen oh, yeah. any of that. And they're stopping like school buses and stuff. And it's like, look, kids have got to get to their education or back home, whatever way they, they were going. So um, that sort of thing is not okay. But obviously this is very different. This is in a Walking Dead uh, apocalyptic zombie show. But um, yeah, uh, the protest was interesting to see. Um, I thought it was it was done pretty well. Um, so yeah, it, this uh, so there's again some political games sort of going on here with um, everybody involved, and Sebastian's kind of the negotiation um, person, or well, not person, piece. At, sure. At, at this yes. Point. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see how that. Um, goes per se um yeah it might be yeah it might be time for me to certainly jump back on the on the books if they get to this point because uh i actually don't remember what the last point i got up to was over that i read but it it feels like this is probably in the book maybe um not from carol she's not alive at this point in the book um negan is though but um yeah see if that's if that's in there and how i can sort of uh pick up upon that but yeah we'll see what sort of goes on here um it's going to be it's going to be interesting again because like we said with pamela and with um lance they're very they they're being used as very different villains at this point like lance is all sort of gung-ho about just killing people and pamela's actually trying to do negotiations so um and of course by the end of the episode we see what situation lance is in so um there's, there's a lot of things to to sort out uh, and all that type of stuff, but because I was trying to, I was trying to think as well. One, okay, once we get past this piece, this sort of like the the protest and what's going on with Sebastian and everything else. Once we get past that, and we have probably what five or so episodes left in, in like a couple of episodes time, because we've got seven left right now. Um, what the next piece after that will be again? Because the show's probably got to like set up the other spin-offs and stuff. So. Um, if that would just be the rest of the show, like those two things, um, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Uh, but yeah, what do you think, um, I guess of this kind of interesting political game where you've got Sebastian who's being used as this, as this pawn essentially. Um, and then Lance is off shooting people. Um, but Pamela's trying to negotiate this thing with, with Carol and Negan. Well, it's, it's sort of interesting. It's a classic bit of sort of Carol sneakiness, this, because the problem that, they've got is you know lance is out there terrorizing the rest of the group and she needs a way to make him stop um you've got the protesters calling for sebastian's blood because of what he did and it's carol being carol of like well she doesn't really care about the rest of the people in the commonwealth she cares about her friends and her group and Mm -hmm she sees a sort of way of killing two birds with one stone because she knows that Pamela is going to believe or believe Sebastian because, you know, she refuses to believe that her son is evil, which I mean, he is, and he's a douche, but, uh, 
she spots this way of okay well we can resolve this and place all the blame on lance i mean they they don't actually say that but that's certainly the way that it seems to be going that she's suggesting that you know they blame it all on lance who has gone rogue because pamela as far as we're aware doesn't know what lance is doing so you know because the whole point of lance doing this is he's trying to build a power base and gain control of all the other you know pamela may have the commonwealth but if he can get full control of the other sites like hilltop and alexandria and start building up armies there then you you know he has a, a power base to be able to challenge pamela for taking control of um the commonwealth as well so this is a really interesting way of being able to kind of tie those two things together, get rid of Lance, calm the protest down, um, give them somebody to blame it on uh, mm. and save her friends. And, you know, it's uh, really quite clever. Um, it was a really nicely sort of put together thing that um seeing negan and carol back together i thought was really nice as well that was that was always fun because they're a they're a fun duo to see on screen mm-hmm. definitely one line that i almost somehow forgot or two lines put together is they get into this bunker thing that sebastian's got and uh they're talking and whatever and um sebastian's like not happy about well he's never really happy about anything is he but uh, he's not happy with Negan. He goes, "Do you know who I am?" And then Negan goes, "Do you know who I am?" With like a more <laughs> yeah. sort of voice. And I was like, "Yes, yes," because um, we know very much what Negan's capable of. And Sebastian's basically just a spoiled brat, really. Um, yeah. He doesn't really. I mean, sure, he can probably kill someone, but he's he's not sort of dangerous in the way that he wants to come across. Uh, like Negan's much mm-hmm. more dangerous than than he is. Oh much yeah, more, much much more capable than than he is um so yeah i mean we've seen haven't we seen a few times in the show like sebastian gets the guards to kill walkers for him yeah, like, so, like he's not being in you know in the trenches so to speak yeah sebastian the i mean sebastian's entire thing is getting other people to do the day yeah you know him himself he's he's you know shied away from all of that um yeah i mean he's, like you say he's a typical spoiled brat so mm-hmm. yeah so, but makes for an interesting character. So, there we go. But I just thought that line was great. Do you know who I am? Uh, yeah. So, it was good. Uh, let's move on to, let's call this the quirky part of the episode. It wasn't bad. It wasn't amazing. It was just quirky. It was just Walking Dead quirky. And I wrote this uh, separately. Separate in the episode, Mercer goes off with um, Rosita to a field with a bunch of walkers. And they do some shooting and some driving around. And this guy gets, like, literally ripped, pull, pulled apart, ripped in half. And then I wrote in the notes, uh, the field wasn't big enough for him to run, apparently. <laughs> yeah. um, it's funny because after that all happens and whatever, all the drama happens, the camera does a bird's eye view shot and you're like, look at look how much room you had. It's not as if, because we've, yeah. we've, seen, we've seen people getting caught out by walkers and whatever by being you know caught in a corner, right? And they, they can't get away because they're in a corner. This guy had a whole, a whole field to, to run. I mean, it's... I mean, I'm no sort of like tactics expert or or anything like that, but um, all he's sort of got to do is uh, he's got a whole field to back himself up in. He's not fighting against zombies that run. He's fighting against walkers that walk. 
So all you have to kind of do, um, again, he made the mistake of getting in too close. That was not mm-hmm. a problem. Um, and getting too sort of greedy with his kills. Just slowly keep backing off and keep shooting. They won't... As long as you've got a distance on a walker and you keep moving, they they won't catch you because they walk. Um, yeah. It's not like in like Black Summer or you know with with those zombies or the or, or Last of Us when you have got runners that will just sprint at you um, or anything like that. Like they'll they'll just walk um, and they'll probably trip up on some like their own feet or you know, there's you know stones or something. So I thought that was, that was that was fun. It was obviously done for a, a cool set piece where this guy gets gets pulled in half. Yeah. Um, what what I thought was an interesting point, again, this is a red shirt guy, it's nobody nobody important. And as as you could get the realisation of okay, this guy is getting pulled apart, like there's nothing that's gonna happen that's gonna stop that. Um what's the name? Mercer is still pulling this like when it's very clear, <laughs> okay, this guy this guy is, is is done, you can you might as well just drop him on the floor. He still keeps pulling him. But yeah. but in a way of thinking like, Oh, we're gonna save you and it sort of Look at his body. Um, yeah, I, I don't think that's going to happen again. A, a quirky part of the episode didn't it didn't make me mad. It was it was entertaining. I thought it was it was zombie sort of entertainment, but um, it's it's Walking Dead being quirky in in the way that it can be. Because um, not not everybody in this world that these characters are smart, and that guy made multiple bad decisions. Uh, what do you think of this uh, entertaining part of the episode? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It was, uh, for, first of all, co- convenient that a horde suddenly happens to show up in the middle of everything else going on. You know, that that yeah. was that was one thing. Um, so this horde shows up, these guys go out to try and take them down. They're supposed to be highly trained, like, soldiers and prepared for all this. And you get this one guy that, that manages to get himself cornered in quotes in an open field um yeah, yeah i mean yeah. ridiculous but you know i mean like you say it's a it's a it's a zombie set piece it's one of those sort of things that they throw in there. should we have more zombies in this episode and say yeah, all right then um so yeah i mean fine whatever um it gave them something to do with those characters um, give Mercer a bit more to do. Give Rosita a bit more to do. But I mean, yeah, it it was it was very ridiculous, really. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, that 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 guy, that that guy managing to get himself, you know, ripped apart by walkers. I think you've got to say, well, that's kind of partly his own fault at that point. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but it was good stuff. It was good fun. Uh, and the last paragraph I've got here. Daryl, Maggie, Gabriel, Aaron, and Annie uh, would do their best to take out Lance, but how? By luring him and his troopers into an underground tunnel. The plan worked initially, kind of, um, down. Uh, Lance and his men did indeed come, and Daryl did manage to put a knife to his nemesis's throat, but a whole bunch of them show up out of out of nowhere, um, and they're very much outnumbered. Um, yeah, it's, it's almost as if, like... I don't know. Someone's someone spawns some NPCs in a game like they. Just, <laughs> yeah. I was trying to think of a video game way to describe that. Um, uh, for, for those of you that play COD, it's a bit like when you're playing on a really really small map, so something like Shipment, and um, you can do what's called spawn killing, which is where you you sit by a spawn point and enemies uh, pop up there, and you can just shoot them over and over again. But a, a little bit like that, they sort of kind <laughs> of popped up out of nowhere. Because I initially thought like. Okay, it's Lance and there's a few guys. Oh no, there's a few more. Oh, there's a few more. Oh, there's loads of them. No, there's there's loads of them that come down here. Um, I like the tactic here from 
Who was that? I think I think it was Daryl and I think it was Gabriel and maybe Aaron. They they both cut like the ankles each. I know it was Aaron because he's got his hand thing. I think the other character was Gabriel that did it, uh, and then sort of stuns the two of them. Um, the good thing here is okay. There is you know a bunch of these um, guards, which not all of them are competent as as we've seen. So that's good. Uh, Daryl does have Lance kind of captured, but um, that's not a guarantee for anything. It's just it's you know it's good that Lance isn't the one putting the gun at Daryl in 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 this case. He's the one that's got him. Whether he'll have to release him in the first two seconds of next episode, uh, I don't know. But it's at least something there. Um, and this is this is one of them sort of networky TV cliffhangers of like, oh no, what's you know, tune in next week to find out what happens. Kind of <laughs> yeah. But but th- this was this was one of the better ones because what a cliffhanger like this is supposed to do is not necessarily make you think, okay, cl- literally edge of a cliff, peril, how's the character going to get away, and then they, they do something that you didn't think of. This is sort of, okay, Daryl's got an upper hand part in here, but it's still the sort of find out next week how they how, how they survive. So um, it's one of the better versions of those of those cliffhangers. Yeah. Um, I mean, no- nothing... I, I, I've never seen a worse cliffhanger in television than the, the Negan one that we, that we know mm-hmm. about. I, I've never seen anything that bad before. Um that was just bad for all the all the wrong reasons we've discussed before but this is uh this is a better one so i'm curious to see what happens uh with this next time assuming that we continue from here at some point next episode so uh yeah. what did you think of the last piece here yeah i mean i like you say it sets things up for for next week you're in this point where i mean they're not going to suddenly kind of rush them because Daryl could easily just slit Lance's throat. And that would sort of, you know, he's not, he's Mm going to tell them to either stand down or they're not going to do it. They're not going to rush at him because, you know, they're, they're there supporting Lance. So in that situation, I think yeah, it, it is quite a good setup for a, yeah, the start of, next week um it's going to be uh interesting to see exactly how they resolve that but um you know it looks i i suspect you might get a, a situation where they use lance to be able to get away but after letting go so um you know in order to make that escape i i maybe that's where they're going with it mm, yeah well we know daryl can't die yes uh, we know that the uh, uh Ma- um, not Maggie, she can't die either. <laughs> yeah. Sake. Uh, Gabriel and Aaron could. I doubt that they'll die here, but they could. They don't have a spinoff, which those <laughs> two specific characters would be great for a spinoff. So just saying, yeah, uh, which we <clears throat> talked about before. But we will see where this continues. Next episode. Um, let's uh, move on to some emails and feedback and whatnot. Uh, if you'd like to write into the show, let us know what you thought of the episode. What do you think is going to happen in these episodes? Um, all that type of stuff. Uh, Matthew at Entertainment Talk.org, Twitter eTalk UK. There's a contact page and information in your show notes. Um, yeah, email box in the, on the website version of the episode and the clickable email name in your show notes. Harrison writes in and says. Um, I've been thinking about the two deaths Matt was uh, spoiled on. Are they related to the comics and confirmed deaths? Or can you give us a gist about how you feel about them? Will you tell us when they happen? Um, in terms of like... Because <clears throat> uh, obviously it wasn't 
in this episode because nobody died in this episode. Um, and it obviously wasn't the red shirt guy I was talking about because he has no name. Um, I'm not gonna like give any like. Am I happy about them? Sad about them? How do I feel? I, I think it's best if I just don't say anything at all. Because um, then if I if I say like, oh, I'm really happy that this character's going, then you might think about which characters I do and don't like or whatever. Um, I, I yeah, I think it makes sense that okay. Again, if I don't know if these what I read is actually the case, because people can put anything on the internet. But um, I think one thing that would work is if one of these or both of these do happen for me to mention. Okay, this was one of them. I think that makes sense at least. Um, so I think I would I, like if it happens in an episode, then we go to review the episode. Be to mention that because then what I could also mention is like, did it happen in in the exact same way that I read, or you know what whatever the case. Um, do you think that would make sense? Um, yeah, I think that, that makes sense. You know, um, yeah, I, I understand you not wanting to kind of give away any more at this point, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but no, in terms of like, are they tied to the comics or whatever? Um, I just won't say anything. Um, but yeah. if if they happen and when, I'll I'll go I'll go through all of that uh, and talk about <clears throat> some comic book stuff. Uh, Jack writes in next and says i've seen some theories that the show uh, won't have a normal ending and will make you want to just continue with the spin-offs thoughts um that would be a very amc thing to do and that would mm-hmm. make sense um i think because uh, not, not only jack but other people and i think uh, on bold moves podcast they sort of said that as well about like you know amc doesn't want you to go anywhere um they won't tell you that tales really exists but they don't want you to go anywhere um, but when it when it comes to the the bigger stuff, right? Like, hey, Daryl and Maggie and Negan and Rick and Michonne are all getting spin-offs. Um, they're gonna want you to stick around for those. Um, and obviously, like with the fear episodes and and whatever else. Um, yeah, I, w- I wonder again that would that would make sense because of the network that this is on. Um, for them to, but the the, the, the differences with there is, um. Because, I mean, every show kind of does that. I mean, you look at the end of, like, Game of Thrones. They'll say to you, like, hey, these characters are going off and doing these things. And these characters are going to die. Right? I mean, that's what mm-hmm. you have to do with the story. You you either kill off a character or you tell us where what they're, what they're doing next. So, like, this person's going to go off and do this thing. Or this person's going to become king or queen. Or this person's going to do this or that. Um, and you don't just have those five characters. You have, uh, you know, you've got Judith. You've got Ezekiel. You've got... Uh, well, again, Carol's a very curious point now, I think, actually, particularly, because, mm-hmm. okay, no spin-off for Ezekiel, no spin-off for, like, Aaron or Gabriel or, or, or Ezekiel or anybody like that, uh, or any of the, the kid characters, uh, child characters. Um, but, because when when that, um, sp- the no-name Carol Daryl spin-off was in, in uh, they were lining it up, I imagine they would have had to rewritten... Not the ending for the show, but her ending. And given that she's such a major character, um, yeah. Again, I don't, I don't think they would have changed it to where she she dies. Um, no. And it it depends on the timing because obviously they she would have decided to exit the show, and they would have figured that out before the news of it got published. I doubt that that happened on sort of, you know, the same day or something. Um, but. Yeah, when that happened, when it got announced, like, what point was the show at with writing? What point was it at with filming? Because we know that this this show finished filming, what, a couple of months ago, mm-hmm. I think. 
Um, I mean, there was, like, individual videos, like, Norman Reedus was on set with, like, Greg Nicotero, and, like, hey, Daryl's finished filming, and then slowly by slowly, I, I saw, like, you know, production people tweeting out, saying, like, hey, it's my last day today on Walking Dead, you know, with whatever pr- part of production crew they were from. Um, but Carol's a very curious point, because, um, yes, she'll still probably survive, but where will she end up? Um, what, what do you what do you think? How, how do you think they might manage all of this? I suppose. Um, I think there is an argument for yeah. I mean, I I don't think they're going to kill Carol off from the things that they said. Because apart from the fact she was supposed to be in the spin off, they have also said that they would like to be able to work with Melissa moving okay. forward as yeah. well. So yeah. keep that door open. Um, yeah. So I you kind of get the impression that they're probably not going to kill Carol off. Um, despite the fact that she is no longer in that spin-off. But, um, I mean, I don't think she's a, it's problematic with that character either because she's the type of character that, you know, if Daryl's going to go off, if Negan and Maggie are going to go off, you're going to need somebody of, a, of the sort of more senior of the group to be there to look after and take care of the kids. I mean, we don't know whether... Aaron survives this. We don't know whether Jerry survives. You know, you, you're going to need somebody with some sort of leadership quality hmm. in there. Yeah. Um. You know, that's been around from the beginning. So I, I wouldn't surprise me if she ends up in some sort of that sort of role, maybe. Yeah. Um. I mean, that would make perfect sense if they find. Yeah, wherever they end up, if they find somewhere, I mean, maybe they end up taking over the Commonwealth. Maybe they, you know, I don't know. Whatever it is, um, that's that's. Just... I think what I would like that to happen. I think if they dethrone Lance or whatever, or it depends on what happens with Pamela, um, and they live in the Commonwealth, because that mm-hmm. out of all the places they've lived so far, that's the most sort of civilization, sort of community type yeah. place. Yeah, like streets and houses and buildings and. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And, and I mean, the Commonwealth itself, yes, it has some draconian rules, but some of those are kind of necessary in that world. The biggest problem in that society really is is Lance and the fact that you've got a governor who is trying to hang on to power and isn't, you know... (laughs) He's, he's, he's playing politics more than sort of caring about people. Mm. Um, so I think but the, the, the generally for the people in there, it is a reasonably decent life. And like you say, it is more, almost some sense of normality. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they have I mean, some, some of these characters have jobs in, in, in this place. Yeah, they've got jobs and hospitals and, you know, ice cream stalls and, you know, all that sort of stuff. So, I yeah, I think that would maybe be one sensible way of, of giving some form of closure of like, okay, you know, the gang is in, contrar- in, in charge of the Commonwealth. We know that they're safe. We know that they're there. We know that they have a, a base of operation. That would be because, as we said before, the problem with the fact that there's so many spinoffs and the universe still keeps going is you can't have them find a cure, be and the zombies stop. Because if you do that, you've no longer got any franchise. So you need to find a sensible way of of 
putting the people that aren't in the spin-offs into a place where you can leave them and say, okay, we know that things are going to be all right for them, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. uh, and that would be one way of doing it would be to have them take over the Commonwealth and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I suppose just a double-sided question is sort of, okay, you've got to set these other characters up for the spin-offs, two of which aren't in the show, because Rick and Michonne aren't in the show, the other three are, because Daryl, <clears throat> Maggie, and Negan are all in the show, so we can see how they do it. Um, and again, with Rick, unless he appears in the finale and they set it up that way, which would make sense, or some sort of pro- some sort of Marvel-style post-credit scenes, like he walks out of a shadow or something, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it w- would, be, would be quite cool, actually. But... Um, they do something like that, but then it's sort of okay. You've still got what ten, fifty? I don't know how many characters there is in the show, but you still got a whole bunch of characters. Um, is it just going to be hey, they settle in Alexandria and the other characters just go off somewhere? Um, I don't know. So we'll see. We'll see over time how this goes. Uh, lastly, Ryan says, first time, long time, welcome. Uh, I'm from the US and barely knew anything about Tales of the Walking Dead, um, either that or had forgotten. You have both talked about it more than I've seen any news, trailers, etc. Weird. Um, yeah, called, you know, word of mouth and that. Um, sometimes word of mouth about shows kind of does get spread more around than, than promotion. I mean, an example I can think of off the top of my head is maybe like the Jeffrey Dahmer show. Um, yeah. It, that sort of thing that was so much of like all over twitter it's all over facebook and there was maybe like one or two i suppose the difference is with that it's such a like controversial you know bad person and, and all that sort of thing like a you know that that type of the true crime sort of thing um and again it's i think with the jeffrey Dahmer stuff it's just um you know, it's car crash TV that people can't look away from. It's sort of, oh my god, this guy's so horrible, but they can't stop watching. You know, the, the revelations about whatever. I mean, I I haven't, and I'm not going to see, and not going to watch the show. Um, but uh, and I have other thoughts on it that I'll leave for a, another time. Um, and the whole concept of doing shows like that. Uh, just remember, everybody, that BBC still planning to do that Jimmy Savile drama. So look forward to that when that comes out as well. Um, but uh, yeah. Um, it it's that kind of thing where um you know somebody some somebody watches it in their, in their home and they tell their friend or somebody they work with or family or whatever and like oh my god this this Jeffrey guy and you know it, it was so bad and you know have you seen it and then that happens over and over and over again um I, I don't think the same thing has been happening with tales because well it's it's weird with that because I haven't seen a lot of people talk about that at all um which is the opposite thing of what um ryan is saying here which is that he hadn't hadn't really heard of it until we mentioned it and the only reason we know about it is because we keep you know very tight up to date with this stuff um and you post you, you yourself post trailers and, and news about tv that's what geek town's all about <laughs> isn't it um yeah. but uh and then obviously we do a walking dead podcast and we try to follow this stuff so that's how we know about it but um yeah it's it's yeah it's the only of the show so far i mean you can't even buy the show in the uk at the moment no um, I mean, with, with something like Fear, yes, it aired on the BT thing that no one's really got, um, and then it, it, what, it went on to Amazon like six to eight months or a year, year later or so as the box set, but the difference was when the show came out, whether it was on the Microsoft Store or maybe through Apple or Amazon, you could buy this, what's called the Season Pass. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not a- any of that anywhere for Tales. Um, I mean, I've looked on Apple, I've looked on the Microsoft Store, um, I don't think PlayStation do that anymore, but... Um, it's not anywhere 
Um, which is even weirder. Which is even weirder because I mean I know we talked about the whole potential of the AMC Plus app, but it's like you made an AMC channel for at least put it on that, you know. So, um, mm. but yeah, it's, it's <clears> interesting <throat> hearing from, hearing from somebody else, especially somebody you know from on the other side of the pond in the US that they've like not heard anything about it. Um, so. I don't know. Um, yeah, what do you make of uh, Ryan's comments about not not really seeing like anything for it? I mean, if you don't tell your audience that your show's out there, how do you expect them to watch it? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it, it is interesting given that he's in America and he's still not heard anything of it. And I mean, I think some of these things at this point are being making for are, are being made for fans. You know, there are people that are really really into The Walking Dead and. You would think that if they're into The Walking Dead, they've probably got the AMC Plus app, and I imagine that it's kind of on there, and right. people are finding it through that. So they've yeah. not they've not put a huge advertising budget budget into it because they're not trying to bring in new people with those shows. They're making them for people that like those shows and to keep that audience around for the spin-offs and stuff. So. I mean, I, I I guess that's where they're going with it, but hmm. um, and as we say over here, none of yeah, the, Tales isn't available anywhere. None of the new AMC shows are available here. I mean, um, we've not we, we've not had um, interview with the vampire hasn't come out over here. None of the other big amc shows in the last sort of six months or so have been sold to other networks which is what makes us think that they are probably preparing to launch amc plus in the uk because um in actual fact all the fear episodes have dropped off prime video as well Hmm. so uh you can still go on and buy them i think but they're not on prime video um yeah and uh, do, although Fear does go out on AMC, that's the weird thing. We have an AMC channel and they're not even dropping Tales or, Vam- or um, the uh, Interview with the Vampire. Any of those new stuff aren't even being dropped onto the AMC UK channel. So they seem to be hoarding content right now hmm. and reclaiming content, which usually points to them going to be launching something. So uh, there is is nothing official. I mean, they have said that they want to launch that um, across Europe. They you know, and they're planning on doing that next year. They haven't specifically mentioned the UK, but that seems to be where they're going with it. So um, sooner rather than later would be nice. <laughs> mm. But um, yeah, can can AMC compete in the streaming wars though? I mean, it's already stiff yeah. competition. Yeah, it, well, it depends how they pitch it. If they pitch it in the same way that um, the what was Stars Play and is now Lionsgate Plus for reasons, um, <laughs> if they if they pitch it in the same way as that, in that they can put it on as an Amazon channel for five pound a month, and they can also um, add, you know, they also run it as a separate app as well. If you're doing it at that sort of price point. I, I think, yes, you can compete. You can make enough money out of doing that um, to make it worthwhile for them mm-hmm. to do it. Um, because they do have a good bunch of content. I mean, you know, they've got a decent back catalogue. 
Uh, you, I mean, things like although Better Call Saul is and and Breaking Bad are currently on Netflix, there is a good chance that you may see them get pulled and put onto something like an AMC Plus app. So, if they manage to reclaim all their old content, there is a good set of shows that you could run through on there, and uh, as well as all the Walking Dead stuff, and you've got things like was it straight man the the new bob odenkirk series um there are a couple of interesting sci-fis that they've they've done which haven't landed over here um they they have got some this new one from black as well so they they have got some interesting shows Mm. that i think could draw an audience i mean i think they're, they're hoping that the Anne Rice stuff and the Walking Dead stuff is probably going to be the things that will drive it, I would think. This is all conjecture. I mean, we we don't officially know whether anything is actually launching, but that certainly seems to be where it's pointing to. Yeah. Um, I, I just kind of think even somebody like Netflix at the moment is sort of, again, not fallen off, not dead or whatever, but like is needing to reassess things, whether they will or they won't is, is different. So if netflix has gotten to a point where they're sort of okay losing subscribers and shows are getting cancelled a bit of a different game but if that's happening with netflix how come amc how because you've got to you got to compete with obviously like big ones like disney plus and hbo that have been around a while things like apple that are picking up steam um paramount plus has just come out peacock um there's just a lot to compete with so and people only have so much time for so many shows and keeping up with things um, yeah I mean, which is why i think they're hoping that certain brands will l- like um like the walking dead like the amrice things um that they're hoping that those brands will draw people across to subscribe to their service because i mean lionsgate plus stars play that survives on a similar sort of model despite the fact that they don't really have any big shows you know, um, that there isn't, you know, they've, they've picked up one or two bits and pieces, but they don't, they don't have any really big tentpole brands, whereas AMC does. So I, I, and you, you've got to look at it of how much, I mean, I don't know how much they were being paid by Amazon to have the shows on there or, you know, how much BT paid for the exclusive rights to AMC, but, I mean, the AMC channel at the moment isn't closing down, as far as we're aware. It's still going to be there. Um, so there's still that deal in place. It's whether they can make money, the money that they lost from selling things elsewhere, if they can make that back directly on their own app. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that does remain to be seen. But if not, it's not a huge issue to then reverse that and just sell all your shows off again. Mm-hmm. Didn't they used to offer the AMC channel with BT Sport? Yes, the AMC channel. Because they have was... BT Sport, because obviously yeah. football. So, yeah, yeah, they they did. Um, they used to offer the AM channel, AMC channel with BT Sport on Sky. Then they changed the deal with Sky and removed the AMC channel as part of that package. So. <laughs> The people on Sky lost the AMC channel, and now literally the only way you can get it is if you get BT Sport from BT directly. Mm. Um, I, yeah, through BT TV, basically. Because yeah, I just have the BT app on Roku and sign it that way. So, 
Yes. Uh, anyway, we'll see what happens with this AMC stuff. Um, yeah, I'm curious for, from other people, whether from the UK, the US, other places, Canada or whatever, um, what have you seen or heard of Tales of the Walking Dead? I'm, I'm, I'm curious from other people in other places. So, um, heck, some people might not even know that this show's back. Because, um, <laughs> I mean, there was a, obviously a trailer and stuff, but there hasn't been a ton of promotion. Um, so, yeah, t- telling people that your show is back or coming up is, is very important because uh, yeah. people need to know. So, anyway, that's it for this week. Thank you very much for listening. If you want to find our other content, you can find it via entertainmenttalk.org. Uh, so, for TV, games, films, May United podcast, check out all of that. Uh, speaking of May United and football, what I've mentioned already. Uh, stream today, um, eight uh, every every Wednesday going kind of forward uh, from eight o'clock until I finish the season at least. Um, I'm not that far off the end of the season. Uh, FIFA Crim Mode episode. Uh, if you're not able to make it for the stream, I will export it to YouTube pretty much straight away. It doesn't usually take that long to get uploaded. Um, although last week I had to stream it through YouTube because Twitch just didn't work with me for some reason. It just wouldn't even load. But uh, eight o'clock tonight. Um, there's going to be two. FIFA Crimmode episode, not episode, sorry, matches played through through that, so have a look up for that. And if you missed the previous episodes, you can check them out on the YouTube channel, Entertainment Talk Plays. But podcasts, entertainmenttalk.org, podcast platforms, Entertainment Talk, TV, games, films, main night podcast, take a look out for all of those. Uh, for all that, if you want to support us in other ways, you can tell other people. Again, word of mouth is important so that people know that things are happening. So please do that with Entertainment Talks podcast as well. Uh, so yeah, tell other people, social media, or telling them whatever you want to do. So use that as well. Patreon, if you want to support us over there. Uh, $5, $10 level tiers for the every podcast review options. Have a look out for that as well. Um, TV and film news. Um, as we've stressed, it's important that people know that things are back so that they know when to watch things. Uh, David posts a bunch of that over on Geek Time Radio and GeekTime.co.uk. Geek Time Radio episodes drop on Tuesdays. There was a new... Was there a new episode yesterday? Did I miss it? Yes, there was. Yes, there was. Yeah, so I'll I'll check that out at work. Uh, You can check it out as well, GeekTime.co.uk, Geek Time Radio, for all of that. Uh, David, what's happening over there? Well, uh, yeah, yesterday's episode of Geek Time Radio, I had Daryl from Hollywood North News on, and um, we talked about... uh, He reviewed Inside Man, which is the new BBC drama from Stephen Moffat with David Tennant. Um, so he talked about that. There was a Canadian TV movie called Delete, which suddenly popped up on um, Prime Video. So he did a review of that as well. Uh, did a book review as for a wow. uh, book series called He Who Fights with Monsters. So there was that. Um, and we kind of got into a bit of a deep dive of like where things are with She-Hulk and what Daryl thinks of the series and what I think of the series. So that was sort of quite a long discussion about mm-hmm. him over um the pros and cons of she-hulk and um where we'd like to see it go and that sort of stuff uh i also talked a bit about disney dreamlike valley because thanks to matt mentioning it last week i've got (laughs) got somewhat addicted to that game so uh, i've been playing through that so i give my thoughts on that and on the new side of things there was a bunch of things from the mcu about uh, obviously deadpool 3 and uh, there was some little bits about the thunderbolts bolts movie um we talked about some changes at the CW and um, yeah, the, the AMC stuff, which I've just mentioned, and the Daily Show. And there was a bunch of Apple TV Plus dates as well. A lot of that those. stuff. Yeah. yeah. A lot of that stuff is um, also up on the website at geektown.co.uk. So you can get the podcast directly from there or from your podcast 
players and um there are lots of air dates and trailers and things that are up on the the website for like i say the apple shows uh leverage redemption is coming back um there are uh the, the black panther trailer there's an um unsolved mystery season three is back in october as well so there's a date for that all sorts of other things and uh there is the database of tv air dates as well for us and uk so you can go check that out over there on geektown.co.uk nice go and check out all of that uh good stuff over there um yeah i'll listen to that when i'm at work probably assuming the episode loads because the signal at school is very bad um maybe i'll download it before i go or something that might be a better <laughs> idea um but uh yeah go and check all that stuff out uh bex who is also involved in this circle of stuff uh you can find her over on twitch trista b-y-t-e-s as she's streaming little nightmares 2 which i'll try and watch some more of that later i really enjoyed her watching her play that it's a very particular game so very very good game uh she's doing classic retro game streams chat streams and just loads of fun stuff over there and of course you can find her through other social media platforms and wherever else uh through trista b-y-t-e-s that's for bex for me uh twitch etalk uk at the moment wednesdays and fridays from eight i might make some changes to the friday streams but if i do i'll tweet them out and stuff like that um <clears throat> so that for that uh the wednesdays the fifa one should stay for that but uh, I might change some of the stuff for Fridays. But anyway, Fridays and Wednesdays from 8, Twitch, eTalk UK. And if it doesn't work, uh, switch on notifications for YouTube because uh, I might stream over there. Uh, but Twitch, eTalk UK, YouTube, Entertainment Talk Plays, just follow and subscribe to both anyway in case I uh, whatever happens. Uh, if you miss any of the game clips, which I've still got a dozen of those to put up, um, and some uh, uh, the, the archives of the streams, all that sort of stuff, entertainment talk players over on youtube uh make sure that you check it though because youtube might not tell you when i upload a video because youtube's broken um but that for all of that um so yeah check out all that stuff anyway we'll see you next week for the next episode we've got seven it's going to be a countdown seven then six then five we're into, into the single digits so uh yes yeah i think this wraps up in november at some point i think i saw a date for so anyway keep following us wednesdays for end for uh walking dead thanks for listening and we'll see you next time goodbye bye